In this new segment of Advisor Revelations, the DPL team will discuss how to evaluate new solutions and address current challenges and the strategies that can help you grow your firm and AUM. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening in today. This is Advisors Revelations podcast, where you know we take some time to learn about some different strategies and things that we're seeing advisors use You know, today with our products and solutions here at DPL. And joining me is Cameron McCray, one of our lead consultants. Cam, I'll give you a chance to say hi. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tim. Hello, everyone. Yeah, great. This is Tim Rambowski, the VP of Member Success here at DPL Financial Partners. And as we go through today, we're going to have a fun topic. We're going to talk about inflation, which I'm sure is the front of mind of everyone. And you know, if any questions that come up, you can always check out our website, which is a dplfp.com. Uh, there's also a host of other Advisor Revelations podcasts covering different topics that we've covered in the past as well. But today, we get the fun one, which is inflation. And, you know, Cam, you spend all your time, you know, talking to advisors day in and day out. How much is inflation coming up? Are, are people bringing this up to you or what's kind of your sense there? Oh, of course, Tim. I think most of my conversations these days revolve around the market volatility and markets being down, fixed income being down, as well as just the rising inflation and all the uh, negatives that that uh, has for clients and their portfolios. Yeah, I mean, it's something every time, you know, I, I look at the news or get an email from, you know, different publications, you know, we're seeing a lot about, you know, risk management right now, just because when we look at, you know, stock market down, you know, 20 plus percent, bond market down 10 percent. So then the question always comes, you know, where can I find true risk management if I can't find it, you know, in, in stocks and bonds? And then also with inflation, because, you know, one thing that, that I think we're hearing all the time is, you know, annuities can be a great fit, but one of the challenges is, you know, annuities a lot of times have this misconception that the income's flat, right? So one of the things we hear all the time is, well, that income stream looks great today, but now we're looking at 30-year retirements. So when you hear that, Cam, and people are worried about inflation and they're worried about their annuity income stream keeping up, you know, what are some options that you talk to advisors through so that maybe there's ways that they can help offset some of that inflation? Yeah, no, that's a great question, Tim. And you're correct. That is one of the bigger misconceptions we have that, you know, once you turn on guaranteed income from an annuity, that it's just going to be a level stream of income. What they don't know is that there are options where clients can benefit from increasing income. So there are annuity structures that allow you to either choose a level stream of income or start at just a little bit lower, maybe 90% lower than what the level income would have been, but with the option to have that income increase and the increase is being tied to an index, for example, the S&P. So, you know, in true fashion with a fixed index annuity, we're still going to have a floor of zero on our cash value, but also on our income. But if that S&P were to increase, say, 5% and we have a cap of six, well, then our income the next year is going to be 5% higher. And that's going to be the new starting point. And it's actually one of the uh, more common ways advisors utilizing that product set decide to utilize income. They much favor the increasing income options available. Yeah, I've seen some illustrations that you've put together before. And, you know, I think the key is because we're planning for so much longer of a retirement now, you know, in the past, yeah, you know, clients retired at 65, life expectancy was 80. So we had a 15 year retirement, you know, inflation probably certainly was a consideration, but it wasn't as big of a deal. But now, you know, most advisors are running their plans, what out to like 9,500 now, is that right? 
Oh, yeah. I'd say 95 is the most common we see. We do have some that run out to 100, 102 at this point as uh, people continue to live longer. Yeah. So now we're talking about a 30-year retirement where that definitely should be factored in inflation and whether that income can keep up. And I saw an illustration the other day with one of these solutions that uh, Cam's talking about where essentially because of this increasing income over 30 years, the client received, I think it was like 70% more cumulative income. The last payment they received was you know, more than double the first payment they received, which is incredible because, you know, with these longer, you know, retirements, I think that's definitely something, you know, you want to focus in on. So when you share that with advisors and you show them these types of solutions, what type of reactions do you typically get? They love the increasing income options. So typically the way it comes up, you know, Tim, we're diving into some of the tools and technology on DPL's website, particularly the guaranteed income comparison calculator, which lets you, you know, Put some client inputs. It'll let you put that time frame right, the 65 to 95, similar like you would into a financial planning software, but inputs about that client. And then it optimizes the best solutions. So obviously those increasing income options, when you solve for most cumulative income, those come to the top, right? Those are highlighted and advisors really are, they tend to be blown away when they think about it, right? Because you know, we try to educate, hey, you know, let's utilize the annuity income for any of the fixed expenses. Well, a natural objection is, well, those are fixed expenses are going to be higher five years from now, 15 years from now, 30 years from now than they are today. Well, that's why we want to look at these increasing income options to try to keep pace with some of that. So keeping pace with kind of what those fixed costs are going to be is always very, I think it's a relief for an advisor to see that and know that uh, they're not going to be uh, decreasing the purchasing power that much in future years. Gotcha. And I know one thing that, that you do a great job at is working with advisors to model these in their financial planning software. So I guess, could you share with us a story of an advisor where you've kind of, you know, walked them through kind of the flat income versus the increasing income and how that, you know, can help increase Monte Carlo scores, things like that. How have the advisors interacted with you in that way? Yeah, of course. So advisors are always asking, you know, who's going to benefit from an annuity? And it's not a difficult question. Clients, you know, they pretty much let you know. But at the end of the day, it's really anyone who could benefit from an efficient form of guaranteed income, whether you're utilizing a total return approach or not. But, you know, typically people who are going to live past life expectancy are going to benefit from the guaranteed income. So typically it comes up, you know, let me think of one that we recently did. We had a client, a 67-year-old Female, California, you know, pretty standard advisory client, I think $2 million in assets, kind of a 60-40 mix. Although if I think if they asked her, she'd probably wanted to be more 40-60. So a lot of fixed income in the portfolio, as we know what that has performed over the past, you know, five, six months, it has not been great. So looking for some alternatives there. So having conversations with that client, you know, would she be open to an annuity? Of course she would just as her, you know, risk profile, you know, thinking about risk management. So having the advisor bring that client case to the fold, well, right. What we do right away is jump into the discovery tools. I talked about the guaranteed income calculator, just to kind of give us an idea of what might be the best solution for her. Again, that tool is going to optimize what's best based on her inputs. 
But at the end of the day, once we hone in on the dollar amount, which tends to be about half of a client's fixed income portfolio. So for her, you know, we were going to allocate, you know, 400,000 of that $800,000 fixed income portfolio to the annuity. And then once we had the right vehicle, which happened to be one of the increasing income options, well, then the next step is really digging in to the advisor's playing software. In this case, MoneyGuide Pro, helping them just make sure they input, you know, what the annuity input should be in the what if worksheet so they could have that client conversation in the normal fashion that they would, right? You know, Mrs. Smith, this is your plan without an annuity. You know, after, you know, we've had conversations, this is what your plan looks like with the annuity. You know, as you can see, this is, you can see higher Monte Carlo score. We can see higher legacy value simply because we are now officially funding retirement income by taking a portion of that fixed income. And oh, by the way, this particular solution has an increasing income option because we know inflation is also top of mind. So we're going to be able to see some increases potentially in that income. Yeah. And I think what would help for our listeners, you know, earlier you were talking about, you know, tied to an index, how they could, you know, get increases based on the equity market. Are there ways, though, that you could offer that in the way of something more, more fixed, more guaranteed? Are there, are there solutions like guaranteed colas or are there ways for those increases to be associated towards some type of fixed rate? What options are there just for more, more guaranteed outcomes? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And it's not uncommon to have a portion of that into some sort of guaranteed. So your typical options are going to be, you know, the indices available in any product, right? So think, you know, S&P with a floor and a cap, Russell 2000 with a floor and a cap. But all of these carriers also have fixed accounts. For example, it might be three to three and a half percent that you could allocate to. So that way you're just guaranteeing that that client's income is going to increase by three percent in this example, let's say. Or a strategy might be, hey, we're going to allocate a portion half to the fixed account to guarantee that be 3%. And then the other half into the S&P with a cap so that, you know, if the S&P is rising, we're capturing even more increases in income. Yeah, no, that's great. Because I know in the, when you look at traditional annuities, kind of the old ones with all the bells and the whistles, you know, in order for a client's income ever to go up, there would have to be extremely favorable market environments. For your standard variable annuity to get any type of increase on the income, I mean, you're going to have to have some really good sequence of returns and some step ups. And it's just really unlikely for that to ever happen. So I think it's good for him to understand that's listening here. You know, what Kim's referring to is a solution that's really simple to get that increasing income to keep up with inflation. You don't have to have like crazy favorable market environments. Like you mentioned, you could put something just in a standard fixed account where your income would just grow by three and a half percent every year, just slowly trickle up three and a half, which today, I know that's a little short of inflation, but over the long haul, that might be a little more normalized. However, in times we have you know high inflation, like Kim's mentioned, you can tie it towards like the S&P. We have the ability to get you know, even higher increases if you like, but the idea is that it's very easy to attain an increase in these types of solutions, keep up with inflation versus the traditional annuities you've seen in the past. And these are all done with, you know, highly rated, you know, A plus rated and above companies that everyone would be aware of. So let's talk about something just a little bit on a, a different way of thinking about this as well. So I've listened to a number of the academics out there that talk about annuities and inflation and just all the different options out there. And I know a counter argument is let's let equities take care of inflation. So as opposed to having your annuity income be built with some type of cost of living adjustment, you know, let's look at how we can place with equity. So I think one thing I've, I've heard you talk a lot about, Cam, in these different 
podcast and I want to hear you talk to advisors is that, you know, if clients have guaranteed income, they have the ability to invest more in equities, which gives them the opportunity to keep up with that inflation. So talk a little bit about how, you know, let's just say you used a flat level annuity. You don't want the rising mm-hmm. income. Just talk about how if you incorporate kind of just any type of guaranteed income, how does that help you take on more equity exposure? That's a great concept that I think our listeners should know about, Tim. So just to start, so the way this would come up, right, is I think it's best easiestly explained if we think about like an income gap, right? So we're trying to solve for a dollar amount for our clients' fixed expenses. So, you know, after Social Security or other guaranteed income type options, pretty much no one has pensions anymore. So it's basically just after Social Security, you know, how much money is that client going to spend and need for kind of those fixed expenses. So most firms today traditionally using a total return approach, and that's how they're going to solve for it. Well, what we would suggest is, hey, let's do that gap analysis, see what that dollar amount is, and back into what the annuity should be. But the benefit at the end of the day is a dollar going into that annuity is going to provide more retirement income than a dollar in fixed income, because we're always funding these with a portion of the fixed income, hence to my earlier example. But taking a portion of that fixed income allocation and allocating to the annuity, because the annuity has the ability to risk pull, unlike the portfolio alone or fixed income alone. So a dollar going into the annuity is going to generate more retirement income than a dollar in fixed income. But once you have that level set of, you know, say that gap analysis is, you know, $50,000 of additional annual income that our client needs. Well, once the client sees that and fills that paycheck and knows that that's guaranteed for life, well, then it's easier to have the conversations of, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Client, you know, now that uh, we've taken care of, of your income needs, we can allocate a little bit more risky over to equities potentially where we're going to protect against inflation again. So it's a very easy way to get clients more comfortable with a more aggressive allocation that can take care of or traditionally take care of the inflation worries as well. So it's both good, you know, just when you look at the numbers in the plan, but also psychologically for the clients, right? That's the bigger issue to try to get them to allocate more heavily to equities. And I think what I've seen on the the fixed income comparison tool on the DPL website, if you go to the tools page, you can find this fixed income comparison tool and you can do exactly what Cam's talking about. And essentially what you'll find is that an annuity is about 40 to 45% more efficient to fund income than fixed income would be. That's what our tool says. That's It's actually exactly what the academics would say too. So the tools and the academics line up on that one, about a 40% more efficient way to fund that income. So what that means is that we can fund the same dollar of income with 40% fewer assets. And actually on the tool, what's great about it is you can, this idea of how do I keep up with inflation, put more in equities, right? The concept, the tool actually helps you put that in practice because it'll literally show you, hey, you can fund it with fewer dollars. Here's the amount of fewer dollars. If we took that delta, the differential we didn't need to put in fixed income, if we put it into a portfolio and it grew at, let's say, 6% as an example, here's what that would grow to. And the numbers are astounding. It's incredible if you made this change, how much more money is left over at the end of the day. In this example, though, I think we're just trying to keep up with inflation. So essentially what we're, we're kind of getting at here, and this is exactly what the academics would tell you to do is... If you just give your client some level of guaranteed income, whether you're trying to guarantee the whole thing, some of the thing, whatever it may be, if you can do that, 
it will allow you to have less in fixed income, allowing you to put more in equities and let equities do their job. Their job is to keep up with that inflation. So these types of strategies can certainly you know, help do that. And Kim, when we do something like this and we put it into a planning software, is there a significant difference in the Monte Carlo score? Yeah, typically, depending on the client profile, typically between 8 and 12%, I would say, from a Monte Carlo standpoint. But one thing that advisors don't think that's going to happen, they kind of expect that, the Monte Carlo change. What they don't expect is higher legacy values or you know, uh, terminal portfolio values, right? They think, hey, if I allocate to an annuity, that's going to hurt legacy values. But to your point of the example, if we can fund retirement with less dollars utilizing an annuity and reallocate back to the equities, like the academics would say, if we can help you operationalize what the academics say, well, then naturally you're going to see a higher legacy value or terminal value at the end of life in that plan. So I think that one tends to be more eye-opening and kind of fits our conversation today. But that is probably the more eye-opening piece is, oh, I didn't realize that legacy values would be this much higher. But if you're using less dollars to fund future income, it's common sense. Yeah, that's great. Sounds like great for the client, but also more assets in the portfolio. So for, you know, charging advisory fees, sounds like there's, you know, additional dollars there as well, which is great. So no, I'm glad you could join us today, Cam, you know, just to kind of rehash today, kind of what we talked about here around inflation. And there's two ways that you can look at an annuity to help with inflation. One, the first thing that, that came in on today was there is this new breed of annuities now that have the ability to grow your income with time. I mean, you should be expected to get that, right? I mean, I think I saw a stat, it's, you know, 50, 60% of all policies, you know, get a get those increases, you know, within the first year, right? So it's, it's a constant thing you should expect in almost all years, some type of an increase based on how it's invested. So one is we now have solutions that have these built-in adjustments so that we can keep up with uh, inflation. And the second strategy that we just hit on was, you know, Using an annuity, regardless of what type you use, giving guaranteed income allows you to take on more equity exposure. More equity exposure should help you keep up with inflation. And we'd be happy to talk to you about one of these two strategies and see which one makes the most sense, you know, based on how you run your practice, your clientele, how you run your plans. We'd be happy to do that. So make sure you hop out to our website, which is uh, www.dplfp.com. Check out that fixed income comparison tool that we talked about. That's a great way for that second strategy. And give us a call. We'd be happy to sit down, help you model this out with the client, think through which of those two strategies would make the most sense for you. So with that, Kim, thanks for joining us today on uh, Advisor Revelations. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tim. It was fun. Thanks for listening. To hear more Advisor Revelations, go to dplfp.com and subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming app.